Welcome to Heart Church. We believe that the gospel has the power to change your whole life or your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. Hey, just over these next few moments, it's my privilege just to share with us, to speak to us from the Bible. And my faith is, and I'm believing this morning, that God is going to speak to you. I don't know where you find yourself at. Maybe you've recently responded. Maybe you're just exploring faith. Maybe you've been a Christian for years. I believe this morning that God can speak to you. We're going to look at a story that really, truly has, has spoken to me over and over again the more I've read it over the years. And I uh, felt God prompted me to speak on this today. And I was like, wow, I've, like we've kind of, I've, I've kind of read this story a few times. And again, God gave me some fresh revelation that I'm just believing is going to be bringing some hope for some people this morning, bringing some encouragement for you. So if you want to turn with me, turn with me to Matthew 14. And we're going to read it from verses 22 to 33. So if you've not got your Bible reading in this morning, I've got you. Don't worry about it. It says this, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside to pray by himself. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and he began to sink, crying out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. He said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down and those who were in the boat worshipped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you for the moments that we share right now. And we pray, God, would you come and speak to our hearts? May we see Jesus clearer. Amen. Amen. Hey, I don't know how you find it when you get out there. We've been enjoying the sunshine recently. But how do you find it when the wind starts kicking off, when the rain starts coming down? I don't know how you find that, but I have to admit, and I don't want to be judged this morning, but that moment creates for me a, a moment of entertainment. And it's because of umbrellas. It's, um, it's because of umbrellas. And, and, and what happens sometimes is it, there's a moment that switches where it looks more like the umbrella is carrying the person than the person is carrying the umbrella. That moment, I find it highly entertaining. I see three categories of people when it comes to umbrellas. And the first group are the sensible people. And I'm sure we've got some of them in the room this morning. You're the people who, before you leave the house, you've already looked at the weather app. You've cross-referenced it with another weather app. You're heading out. You've got your umbrella, but you've got all the options. And the moment you feel a little gust of wind come, the umbrella comes down, the hood goes up, and you walk on. You're boring to watch. That's no fun. That's no fun for me. That's no fun for me. Then there's a second group of people. You are what I like to call the tricksters. I don't understand you. I don't know how it works. But you are the people who manage to turn up to the meeting completely dry, having been through the same elements of the rest of us, and using an umbrella. 
I don't know how it works, but I've, I've watched a little bit. There's, some, there's definitely some kind of moving with the wind. I don't get how it works. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's jealousy. But you're also boring to watch. But there is, don't worry, a third group of people who, I don't know what to Let's call you the fighters. Let's call you the fighters. Now, these are the people I love to watch. These are the people who, within a few moments of having their umbrella up, have somehow managed to get it inside out. But they're not giving up on that umbrella. They would rather lose their left foot than give up on that umbrella. They are fighting on with the elements. And you'll see these people, I mean, you've probably been impaled by these people on the way down the street. They normally take a few of us out on the way. These people are the fighters. They're losing the battle. But at least, at least you are, you're fighting. You'll normally see their umbrella on the side of the road. And if it's been a really bad day, them alongside the umbrella on the side of the, on the, side of the road. This is real entertainment to me. I said, don't judge me. Don't, don't judge me. But, you know, we look at this scene that we're, we're talking about, and here we have some people fighting some serious elements. They are fighting this wind, and it's not growing, going great. But in verse 25, it says, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. So Jesus has just turned, in a moment, a lake into a footpath. Pretty, pretty impressive. And then in verse 26, it says this, when the disciples saw him, they cry out, it's a ghost in fear. But then Jesus says the words, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Now I wanted to speak to us about these words for a moment because it's easy, isn't it, when you've got a friend who says, oh no, no don't worry about it, it's going to be okay. And you're like, that, that's, not, that's not helped me at all. This isn't that moment. This isn't Jesus just throwing some words out, do not be afraid. Because Jesus has come and he's present with them in this moment. And when Jesus is present and he says, do not be afraid, they are backed up those words by the very person of who Jesus is. They're backed up by his love. They're backed up by his power in this moment. It's not just positive thinking. And then in verse 28, we have a really interesting moment where Peter says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come. And Jesus says, come, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. That's right, Peter begins to walk on H2O. It's as if I just kind of, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do it, don't worry. It's as if he just starts to walk on. I don't know if you've ever tried to walk on water. I don't know if you've ever just seen a lake and thought, you know what, I'm having it. I'm going straight across. I don't know if you've ever done that. I have done it with ice before where I've seen an iced lake and thought, I could walk. No, don't do that. Wet foot, wet foot, do not do that. But there's this moment where Peter is literally walking, walking on H2O. You know, it's interesting because we're good with paths, aren't we humans? We're good with paths. We've just got to get this into our heads. We can walk on paths. But have you ever seen someone walk on water? So I think before we move on, there has to be a moment where we go, this is an impressive leap of faith. This is an impressive leap of faith. And there's this moment where we have Jesus, Peter, and the storm. They're, they're all present in this moment. They're all present in this moment. The storm, the, the waves had been crashing, that's not changed. The thing that the disciples were struggling with is still there, but there's this moment with Peter and Jesus and the elements all right there. 
And I was thinking about this and reflecting on this and I felt God stirring in my heart that for his church, for his disciples, for, for followers of Jesus, he wants to lead us to a place that when we're in our circumstances, when things are kicking off around us, when we're in those moments that we could find a place of connection with Jesus. I don't know what you're going on, what's going on in your world right now. I don't know what's, what you're going through, but I do believe that you can have a moment of connection. We've been talking about it at church, about connecting with God. And I, sometimes in my life, these moments have been hard moments to connect with God, whilst it's all still going on. But I do believe God desires moments of connection with us in these moments. And then in verse 30, it says, but when, speaking about Peter, when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Interestingly, it was faith that led Peter to step out on the water in the first place. And that's the element that's been removed. In truth, nothing's changed, has it? Right at the start, there was the elements, there was Jesus, there was Peter, but there was faith. And it's the faith element that disappears here because trust has turned to doubt. In this moment, he's allowed his attention to be taken off. He's allowed his mind to go to a different place. And Peter, drowning, cries out, Lord, save me. A simple prayer asking for help. A really simple prayer asking for help. You know, this prayer that he just prayed out in this moment, it was not, this was not, a religious prayer. This was a call. This was a prayer. This was an ask that makes absolute sense in a relationship. And you know the prayer that I've prayed most across this season of the pandemic? Help. In truth, it normally looks like this. Lord Jesus, please help. Amen. Really, really simple prayer. But I've, I've, I've built a habit in this season where I'm like, I'm going to need to pray this often. Because I don't know how about you, but I know I need a little bit of help. And I don't know what your experience is right now. Maybe you feel like you're falling in your life circumstances. Maybe you feel like you've fallen. Maybe you feel like you've made a mistake or just in a certain situation lost sight of God. Can I recommend this prayer? Help. Help. I know sometimes I try and figure it all out before I come to Jesus to know what I even need to ask for. But he already knows what we need. What could it look like for us to cultivate this prayer help? Maybe you're connecting today and you wouldn't call yourself a Christian. And actually you're just stirred today. You've been stirred hearing the stories of people getting baptized and you're like, ah, I need to call out to Jesus for help. Scripture says in verse 31, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Now I find this fascinating. I find this fascinating because a simple command from Jesus in this moment and Peter would come straight up. A simple command, just the simple words from Jesus and Peter would come out of the water. And yet... Jesus decides to reach out his hand. Jesus decides to reach his hand towards Peter's. Jesus decides in this moment to reach in towards the elements and pull him out. 
isn't this just typical of Jesus? Isn't this just typical of Jesus? He doesn't just want a result, he wants relationship. Isn't this just typical of Jesus that he doesn't just want a solution, but he wants a moment? You know, Jesus bringing comfort as he reaches out in this moment. Wow. Wherever you're at today, Jesus can reach out to you. He's already with you and a simple prayer of help and he can reach out into your situation. But don't expect him to do it from afar. He's going to want to come close. He's going to reach out to you. The stories of those being baptized today, this is their story. This is their story that God reached out to them. This is what they were telling us about. And maybe you can look at it and say, well, it's great for Peter, but... But he had Jesus right there in that moment. But what about us? Well, you can fast forward to the end of Matthew in Matthew 28 verse 20. And there are some words that I find very encouraging. Jesus speaking says this, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And surely I am with you always. Jesus, hey, uh, it's cool. I just, I'm just listening in. I'm just, you said the word always there. Is that always? But Jesus, does, there's a lot of different moments of my life. There's a lot of different moments that you're talking about within that. Always. But Jesus, I make some stupid mistakes. I do some things that I'm not proud of. What about then? Always. Always. Encourage someone. He'll be with you always. So let me just set the scene for us for a moment. Peter, he stepped out on the water, but what has gone from a heroic moment has gone to an embarrassing one very quickly. He's sinking down in the water, soaking wet. His friends watching on. And Jesus also has front row seats to this moment of doubt. Peter sinking in the water. And I'm watching this mistake and I'm watching Jesus very closely because I make mistakes too. We all do and I watch this moment and my question is this, what happens next? What happens next? And it says this in verse 32. And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then all those who were in the boat worshipped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. Wow. Wow. In the boat, in this moment, worship broke out. Jesus, wow. You are the son of God. Wow. Worship broke out. But what about Peter? What about Peter? He's still dripping wet. What about Peter? The the water on his clothes is reminding him of the mistake he just made moments before. What about, what about Peter in this moment? You see, in my head, there's a moment where the disciples gather around and they're like, mate, that was a bit, 
We all saw, yeah, we all saw. It was a bit. Ah, tough, tough moment. Yeah, sorry, mate. But we don't see this. We do not see this in the story. Maybe that's where I go in my mind, but we do not see this in the story. What we see is a moment where the attention turns to Jesus. You can picture it, the cameraman sat in this moment of going, what is the story to tell right now? What is the message for this moment? Will the camera turn to Peter, oh, dripping wet, Peter who just made the mistake, or will it turn to the true story here? Wonderful, wonderful Jesus. Wonderful, wonderful Jesus. That is the story. The story is that Peter gets back into the boat and there's worship. And Peter sticks with Jesus and Jesus sticks with Peter. But I don't know how you read the Bible, but I sometimes wrestle with it a little bit. And compare it to my own life and reflect on it. And I'm going, but what about the timeout from the mistake? What about that moment? What about the timeout? He just needs a bit of timeout, surely, from it all. Where's that in this? I've had a look. I've scanned the story. It's not there. And we can mess up. We can make mistakes and we can want a timeout sometimes. I just need some time out. Maybe for you, there's a moment recently in your life where it's a big moment where you're like, ah, I messed up there. Or maybe it's little moments or, or maybe you just feel like you've gradually maybe drifted from where you were. Ah, I just need some time. I need some time out. I need some time out. Maybe we just need to let the dust settle a little bit. Maybe I just need to drip dry. Maybe, maybe I just need to sort some things out first and then I can go back to enjoying Jesus. But this isn't what happened. While Peter was still dripping, worship broke out. But, but what about Peter's mistake? No, it's Jesus. It's all about Jesus. But what about the humiliate Jesus? It is all about Jesus. And I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you today. No matter where you find yourself, today or in the future, the grace of Jesus will always be enough. The grace of Jesus will always be enough. And you can get back in the boat, dripping from your mistake. But it just happened, yeah, dripping from your mistake. And get drawn into a moment of worship. Because the grace of God is sufficient. And we fast forward just a couple of years in Jesus' life and we see that Jesus reaching out wasn't just a moment with Peter. A few years later, we see this picture that doesn't make a lot of sense from what we're seeing in the boat. Jesus is arrested for sins he didn't commit. He's betrayed, he's mocked, he's tortured to the place where he's hanging on a cross. What's going on here? Wonderful Jesus, wonderful. What is going on in this moment? And this is Jesus. This is Jesus showing his commitment to reach out to you and to me. This is Jesus showing us the, how far he's willing to go to reach out and pull us up. This is Jesus showing that he, he can pay the price for our sins. He's paid it for our mess 
so that we could have a clean slate. Sins forgiven. This is Jesus reaching out. And on the third day, Jesus rose again in this incredible moment, demonstrating he was who he claimed to be, the Messiah, the Savior, the Son of God, victorious. Jesus giving up his life as a sacrifice to reach out to us. And I don't know where, where you locate yourself in this story today. Maybe for you, you just know I've got to start asking for help more. I just need to ask for a little bit more help. Or maybe for you, it's a moment of going, in my current situations, God is with me. He's saying, don't be afraid, and he's reaching out. He's close, he's present. In that situation, in that thing that maybe you've not talked to anybody about yet, he's with you in that too. Or maybe for you today, you're just realizing that you've built a time out into your life that when you feel like you've drifted from God, you just need to step away for a bit. Maybe you're having that moment today where you're like, ah, I just need to get back in the boat and worship. I just need to get, I'm dripping wet. It just happened, but I'm getting back in the boat because of the grace of God and I'm going to worship. Maybe you're hearing this message today and you say, hey, Andy, I haven't put my faith in Jesus. I haven't ever taken that hand up or maybe I once did, but I've, I've lost my way. I would just love to give you the opportunity today to, to take the hand up, to receive that grace, to get back in the boat, to have your sins forgiven, to enter into relationship with God. So just as I close, heads bowed and eyes closed, this is a moment just between us and God. If that's you today, he is reaching out to you. If that's you, he's reaching out. No matter your story, he's reaching out to you. And in this moment, you want to take that hand up. If you want to take that hand up, why not pray this prayer after me? Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Rising again to bring me new life. I receive your forgiveness and grace and I choose to follow you as my Lord and Saviour thank you for your love thank you for the hand up thank you for reaching out Amen Amen come on let's celebrate people responding to Jesus that's amazing you've come to the end of this message we hope you've been challenged and inspired Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.